Mr. Vegetable. Mr. Vegetable was called Mr. Vegetable by everyone, even though it was not his real name. Before he moved into the house on the corner with his family, it had a beautiful garden in the front, down the side, and at the back. But oh dear, Mr. Grey, that was Mr. Vegetable's real name, did not like flowers, pretty bushes and lovely trees. Within a month they had all gone, and in their place was, can you guess, what did Mr. Grey plant instead of flowers, bushes and trees? On the side and up the wall climbed bright red tomatoes and runner beans, and at the back were big green cabbages, turnips and just about everything else. So, all the neighbours decided to call Mr. Grey, Mr. Vegetable. Lucinda was Mr. Vegetable's five-year-old daughter, a very pretty little girl, but she had a very big problem. She was not a happy little girl. She was not happy because of her father. Mr. Vegetable was a very stern man who not only did not like flowers, he did not like little girls who wanted everything they saw, and that included his little Lucinda. Daddy, can I have an ice cream? No, Lucinda, you've already had two this week. Daddy, can I have a pencil? No, Lucinda, the one you've got is still good. So whenever little Lucinda wanted anything, it seemed her father always said no. Over the weeks, Lucinda got sadder and sadder and used to go up to her bedroom most days and have a long cry. But Mr. Vegetable wasn't sad. He felt worse. He was very near crying himself because he was very worried. His lovely green cabbages had suddenly changed. The deep green had faded and the cabbages were turning all white and beginning to shrink. The red tomatoes had stopped climbing up the wall and were starting to fall back to the ground. The potatoes had stopped growing and the runner beans suddenly were not running anywhere anymore. Mr. Vegetable was so worried about losing his precious vegetables, he called in the gardener from the local park. The park gardener was an expert on everything, including growing vegetables. First he checked the lettuce and the onions and then he tut-tutted over the poor old tomatoes and finally scratched his head over the cabbages. Bending down, he picked up a handful of soil and crumbled it between his fingers. Then he sniffed it and then he shook it. Slowly, he walked around the house, paused and then walked around the house again. Finally, he looked up at the sky, took off his glasses, cleaned them with his handkerchief and looked up at the sky again. That's your problem, sir. His finger was pointing straight up in the air. That is definitely your problem. Mr. Vegetable looked up. He could not see the sky because there was a cloud overhead. But even if he could have seen the sky, he could not imagine how it could be causing problems with his vegetables. But when he looked down again, the gardener had gone. If you're having trouble with the sky, said the police sergeant, you don't come bothering us here at the police station. We don't do skies. Then who do I go and see, wailed Mr. Vegetable. He had been searching for a week for someone to help him with his sky and had tried the police because he had run out of ideas. 
The only people I know who know about the sky are the weathermen, replied the sergeant. Then, with a flourish, he closed his counter with a bang and went to the police station canteen for a cup of tea. At the weather centre, they looked very strangely at Mr Vegetable. No one has trouble with the sky, said the weatherman. But when he heard about Mr Vegetable's vegetables and what the gardener from the park had said, he agreed to come to Mr Vegetable's house to see the problem. First he looked at the vegetables in the front garden, then at the sinking tomatoes at the side, and finally at the sickly cabbages. Then he looked up at the sky and scratched his nose. Now that is very strange, he gasped. What's very strange? Mr Vegetable looked up at the sky as well, but made sure he was close to the weatherman in case he vanished like the gardener. That cloud. Mr Vegetable could see the cloud, but it just looked like any other cloud to him, and not at all strange. Yours is the only house in the road with a cloud above it. The weatherman was walking around in a circle on the pavement, staring upwards. That's why your vegetables are dying. They're not getting enough light because of the cloud. The day was supposed to be bright and sunny, not dull and dark as it was in Mr Vegetable's garden. The weatherman walked off into the sun next door to get warm and to try to work out what was happening. Mr Vegetable sat on a garden seat and watched the weatherman walking up and down the road. First he walked into the sunshine, then he walked under the cloud. Then he walked under the sunshine, then he walked back under the cloud. He did this three times, then suddenly stopped. Even from where he was sitting, Mr Vegetable could see the smile spread across the weatherman's face. Water! shouted the weatherman. That's why you've got a cloud. You have too much water around your house. Of course Mr Vegetable knew you had to have water to make a cloud, but there was just one problem. He didn't have any water, at least no more than anyone else, and they didn't have clouds above their houses. Then there's something in the air making it damp, the weatherman said. Daddy, can I have a pet? All my friends have got pets. Mr Vegetable was furious Lucinda had come out of the house and interrupted the weatherman. No, you can't. I'm very busy. Oh, my goodness, how Lucinda cried. She screeched her way up the garden path and sobbed into the house. The weatherman looked astonished. Does she cry like that often, he said. All the time. She never stops, snapped Mr Vegetable. Why can't she have a pet? The weatherman thought Mr Vegetable looked very stern. Because, 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 Mr Vegetable thought furiously. But however furiously he thought, he really could find no reason for his daughter not to have a pet. Why don't you let her have a pet and a few of the other things she wants, said the weatherman. And I think you might find your vegetables starting to grow again. Mr Vegetable looked at the weatherman as if he was mad. How can that be, he snorted. You try it. I'll come back in a week and see what has happened to your vegetables, said the weatherman, closing the garden gate behind him. For the next week, Mr Vegetable thought very deeply whenever Lucinda wanted something. And, being a nice little girl, she was not too greedy and did not ask for too much. 
so her father did not have to think too deeply too often before he said yes. The first thing the weatherman saw when he came back a week later was a little ball of fluff running down the path to greet him. It's Fluffy, my new cat, laughed Lucinda. The weatherman thought Lucinda had changed completely. Now she looked so lively and happy. And I've had an ice cream every day this week, she giggled. Daddy has stopped saying no. It's so good. They're growing again. Mr Vegetable shook the weatherman's hand warmly. Just look at my lovely vegetables. The cabbages were now green and the tomatoes lovely and red and climbing up the wall. In fact, all the vegetables were looking very, very healthy. How has it happened? asked Mr Vegetable. The weatherman pointed his finger upwards in exactly the same way as the park gardener. It's gone, cried Mr Vegetable. The cloud has gone. And it had. The sky was blue with a huge yellow sun in the centre, warming all the plants in Mr Vegetable's garden and making them grow. Because Lucinda has stopped crying, laughed the weatherman. She cried so much, everything became so damp, it made a cloud you had above your house. Mr Vegetable could think of only one thing he could give the weatherman to say thank you. Can you guess what he gave him? Remember, he has a garden full of lovely vegetables. If you haven't guessed, I'll tell you. It was a bottle of the weatherman's favourite whiskey. <laughs> you thought I was going to say he gave him a basket of vegetables, didn't you?